We want to grow in prayer, don't we? We want our prayer life uh, to be consistent, to be genuine, from the heart, expressing our relationship with God. And we've seen over the last three weeks that there are three keys, three essential ingredients that will enable us to grow in prayer. We need to know God as our Father and to treasure that relationship with Him. And knowing Him as our Father, we need to depend upon our Father in everything. And not just depend upon our Father, but the third key, we need to delight in our Father. And when we know God as our Father and we depend upon Him and delight in Him, we will want to pray. And it will change how we pray. But there's one more essential key, one more essential thing that will enable us to grow in prayer. And it's something that flows from those first three. In fact, it's the same as growing in godliness in every part of the Christian life. What is that key? When we depend upon our Father, when we delight in our Father, then we will, we must, devote ourselves to prayer. You see, when you depend upon and delight in our Heavenly Father, you devote yourself to doing what is good in every area of your life. In Titus 2, Paul reminds us of the God who we depend upon and delight in. He says, The grace of God has appeared, for Jesus gave himself to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own. And he hasn't just appeared back then. It's not just what God did for us back then. It's what God has done in us now, in chapter 3, he says, When the kindness and love of God appeared, he saved us, not because of what we had done, but because of his mercy. Through the rebirth that he gave us, through the renewal by the Holy Spirit, he saved us. And so because we depend upon this grace of God, because we delight in this grace of God for us and in us, we wait for the appearing of Jesus, he says. We have a hope of eternal life. And he says to them in chapter 3, verse 8, I want you to stress these things. Why? Because when you depend upon these things, when you delight in our Heavenly Father, when you know that Jesus gave himself to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager, zealous to do what is good, then you will devote yourself to doing what is good. When we depend upon, when we delight in our Father, we will devote ourselves to doing what is good. That's why it's such a delight, isn't it, to be part of God's people. That's why we're missing being with each other so much. That's why it's so delightful to be part of our church, 
For we depend upon, we delight in our Heavenly Father. And so we devote ourselves to doing what is good. But you know, devoting yourself to doing what is good takes work, doesn't it? Paul says in Philippians 2, Continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. In Galatians 6 he says, Like a farmer, a hard-working farmer, sow to please the Spirit. In 1 Corinthians 9, like a, like a hard-working athlete who goes into strict training, he beats his body to win the prize, for he's devoted to doing what is good. One of my children got an email this week to say that the soccer season might finally be starting soon. And they, what did the coach say? We've got to get fit. And so because he delights in soccer, because he depends upon his coach, he wants to. He wants to devote himself to training and to the hard work of getting ready. That's what it's like in the Christian life, isn't it? Do you know the grace of God, what he's done for you? That Jesus gave himself to redeem you from all wickedness and to purify you? Do you depend upon and delight in our Heavenly Father, what He's done for you and in you. Then devote yourself to doing what is good. When you delight and depend upon our Father, you will devote yourself to doing what is good and you'll put in the hard yards, the hard work. What is it that you're devoted to changing in your life right now? What are you working out in your life? What are you sowing for? What are you beating your body to make that change in your life? We know, don't we, that to, to grow in godliness, we need to make a plan, we need to put in the effort, we need to struggle. And we do that because we depend upon, we delight in our Father. And so we're devoted to doing what is good. And it's very simple. What's true for growing in godliness generally is true for growing in prayer. In Colossians 3, Paul tells them to set their minds on things above, to know that they're God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved. He wants them to depend upon, to delight in their heavenly Father. He says to give thanks to their heavenly Father. And when they depend upon, when they delight in their heavenly Father, he says they're to put to death their earthly nature. They're to get rid of the old life. They're to put on the new life. And so they're to put on compassion and kindness. They're to bear with each other. They're to submit to one another. And in Colossians 4 verse 2, he says they're to devote themselves. We are to devote ourselves to prayer. The word devote here in Colossians 4 is even stronger than in Titus 3. Here it's not just a priority, you put it first. It's a always keep on praying. It's a press on with the effort of praying. Despite the difficulty. Like a marathon runner who keeps running in the pouring rain when his legs are still aching, he 
always keeps on. It's the same in Ephesians 6. Paul says to depend upon and delight in all your spiritual blessings in chapter 1. And then at the end he says, finally, be strong in the Lord because your struggle is against spiritual powers in the heavenly realms. So put on the armour of God. In other words, depend upon and delight in what God has done for you. And verse 18, always keep on praying. It's the same word. Devote yourself to prayer. Always keeping on, always struggling on, always putting in the effort. For when you depend upon, when you delight in your heavenly Father, you will devote yourself to doing what is good. And you will especially devote yourself to prayer. What does that look like? Well, at the end of Colossians 4, Paul gives them an example. He gives us an example. Epaphras, who was from Colossae, he was devoted to doing what is good. He was a slave of Christ Jesus because he, he depended upon and delighted in his heavenly Father. And so he brought the gospel to the Colossians. But now that he's separated from them, now that he can't get back to them, now that he is isolated from them, he is still devoted to doing what is good. In Colossians 4 verse 13, Paul says he is still working hard for them from a distance. How does he do that? There are no Zoom meetings. He can't send them an email. No, verse 12. He is always wrestling in prayer for them. And this is not wrestling with God like Jacob did to receive a blessing. No, this is working hard wrestling. This is, you've got a burden and there's a burden that you need to carry and there's a struggle to be struggled with and there's pain and distress to go through. But you go through it because you depend and delight in God. Do you find prayer difficult? Do you find it a struggle? Of course you do. I find it difficult. I find it a struggle. And even when we appreciate our Heavenly Father, even when we depend upon Him and delight in Him, and that makes us want to pray and changes us how we pray, we still struggle to pray, don't we? Is there something wrong with me? Is there something wrong with you because you struggle in your prayer life? No. It's normal. And it's not just normal. It's supposed to be difficult. It's supposed to be a struggle. And it will be until we enter glory. But like an athlete in training, we need to devote ourselves to prayer. We need to strive. We need to struggle in prayer. What does that mean? What does that look like? It means we've got to set aside a time to pray and a place where we will pray and not be interrupted. And we need to protect that time so that it's not squeezed out. If, like me, you find it hard to, hard, hard 
to concentrate and you quickly get distracted and start thinking about other things. We need to, as much as we can, get rid of those distractions. We need to train our mind to concentrate. If you find that you can only pray for a couple of minutes, that's the most concentration you can do, well, do that. But work out a plan to build on that, to extend that bit by And we need to work at prayer. We need to be devoted to prayer, not just in making sure we pray, but in what we pray. We've been seeing, haven't we, in this uh, Growing in Prayer book, that our prayers need to be about depending on God and delighting in God. And so there needs to be adoration and confession and thanksgiving and supplication, asking God for things. A-C-T-S, Acts, is a good way to remember it. And so we need to be organised. We need to plan who and what we're going to pray about. We need to make notes about it. We need to use an app to help us, or a book to help us, or, or a folder of notes to help us. I'm really glad that many of us have grown in prayer through this series, through doing these devotions. But if we're going to keep on growing in prayer, we need to devote ourselves to the struggle. We need to, to keep on pressing on. Well, how are we going to do that? What is it that will motivate us to devote ourselves to doing good and to growing in prayer in particular? What is it that will save it from just becoming a chore? What is it that will save it from just falling away after a while? We've all had those New Year's resolutions, haven't we, that last for the first week of January. We've all had that, that fitness kick uh, that's fallen away after a week. We start well, but it doesn't last. Where is this devotion going to come from? Where is this ongoing struggle and pressing on in prayer? How are we going to sustain it? Well, it starts with knowing our Father, doesn't it? That's its source. And depending upon Him and delighting in Him. And as we feed that, as we remember and delight in Him being our Father, as we feed that depending upon Him and delighting in Him, then we will want to pray. And it will change how we pray and it will enthuse us and motivate us and give us that energy to keep going, to devote ourselves to prayer for the rest of our lives. And as we do that, it's a great comfort and a great joy, isn't it? That as we struggle in prayer, as our prayer life we know is not what it should be, that our kind and merciful Heavenly Father hears our weak prayers and delights in our weak prayers, not because we deserve it, but because His Son died for us. What a great comfort as we devote ourselves to prayer. Let's pray. 
Our Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are our Father, and that's the basis of growing in prayer. Our Father, we thank you for teaching us to depend upon you in prayer and delight in you in prayer. And Father, we pray that as we do that, that you might change us and motivate us and energise us by your Spirit, that we would give ourselves that we would engage in the struggle, that we would be determined, that we would indeed devote ourselves to prayer. And we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen.